we are launching the Premier's Council for Equality of Opportunity. I want to thank Jamil Giovanni, the province's advocate for community opportunities, along with Minister Todd Smith for bringing this important initiative forward. For years, Jamal has been doing incredible work on these critical issues, and I am so proud to have him here today. I am proud to have Jamal working hand in hand with the team. All right. Uh, Jamil Giovanni is our first guest of the day. Welcome to the show. Good to have you on. Yeah, thanks very much for having me. So we just heard the Premier said that you've been doing incredible work for years on uh, these critical issues. Can you tell us a bit about your efforts when it comes to working in the Black community and um, where it's been primarily focused? Has it been on youth initiatives? Yes, mostly I've been focused on youth initiatives. I, um, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a lawyer by background. And so uh, basically, you know, most of my work uh, has come as an advocate or as a researcher or a policy analyst. And I've uh, run a few different nonprofit organizations and mostly black neighborhoods like Jane and Finch and Rexdale, um, focused on trying to create the, the kind of education and employment opportunities for others that I wish that I had growing up and, and thankfully ha- um, have been able to find. But I think it was, it was much harder for me and my peers than I wish. And so a lot of my work has been trying to make it easier for people to achieve their potential. Jamil, I don't want to make this all about you, but I think it's important because you are leading uh, this uh, new uh, Premier's Council for Equality of Opportunity. Where did you grow up? I grew up mostly in Brampton and Mississauga. And uh, I grew up in uh, mostly newcomer communities that were uh, Jamaican and Indian families. Um, I'm, uh, I'm biracial. My father's from Kenya and my mother's a, a white Canadian. And she was often one of the only white people um, in the neighborhoods that, uh, that I spent time in. So I had a very interesting, I think, perspective on, on the different ways that our identities affect us um, in, 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 in a multicultural society and both from my personal life, but also from seeing how my neighbors, um, you know, adjusted to life in Canada and the, the different ways that some of them have been very successful and some of them have uh, failed to live up to their promise. Can you speak to the timing of this expanded funding? You know, this is two days ago uh, that the premier basically played down racism in Ontario and basically, you know, he didn't come out and say there's no systemic problem, but he inferred that. So, do you think that this announcement uh, has anything to do with that? No, so I, I was um, brought in as an advisor to uh, the Ford administration back in December and have been working for months to get a bunch of different policies in place, including getting the funding for this council to, to start. Um, so these are things we've been working on for months. I think part of the confusion that came from uh, the premier's comments about systemic racism in Canada is that, you know, the question he was asked, I think was comparing us to the United States. And one of the things that the premier and I have talked about, and I met, I've, I've mentioned uh, numerous times in my work is just the, the, the mistake of comparing ourselves to the U S because I think sometimes it can be easier when we look south of the border to think we don't have the same problems and we don't have the exact same problems, but it doesn't mean that we're perfect. And I think, there's certainly a gap between like where we are as a society and where I think most of us would like to be. So I think focusing on that difference is, is the most valuable thing. And just saying whatever the U S is doing um, is secondary to, are we actually living up to our own ideals? And I, I think we're, we're certainly not there. And I think most Canadians would recognize that. 
We're speaking with author, lawyer, and community organizer Jamil Giovanni, who is now going to be um, leading the Premier's Council for Equality of Opportunity in that that panel that was announced yesterday. It's getting $1.5 million in funding. What is the goal of this council and this panel? Well, the, the, the immediate goal is to think about how we help young workers, especially young workers from disadvantaged communities, um, find success in our changing economy. I mean, COVID has basically led to the highest youth unemployment rate in, uh, in, in Canadian historical records. And so you know, there's an unprecedented challenge for us across the country. And in Ontario, where we have such a large portion of the, of the Canadian population, I think we have to take that challenge really seriously. So that's our immediate task. But the broader goal, I think, is to look at what are the ways in which we are currently not tapping into the potential of our of our of our young people, the future of our province, the future of our country? We're um, I think that there's a number of barriers that that get in front of put, get put in front of young people that we need to figure out how do we knock those barriers down. And then there's also the need to just put more doors and more pathways in front of young workers so that they have more options. And you know, a big part of our focus, which I think is unique. Um, about our government is a focus on, you know, skills trades and like jobs that I think have historically been looked down on, but are actually really important to not only a functioning society, but to, to giving young people a place that they belong and a, and a, vo- and a vocation and a purpose. So we're, we're, we're really focused on the, the, the connections between economics and social issues. And I think that's also what makes this very different from past government initiatives. I mean, I've, I've seen some of the Liberal Party critics are saying, well, how is this different from things that they did, their youth councils? And, you know, I think it's quite different because we have a focus on economics that they just didn't have. I think other governments sometimes use race or gender or different identities as like a proxy for inequality. But I think it's important we really speak directly to inequality itself. And that's what we're trying to do with this council. So you can encourage young people that are, have been marginalized all you want, but unless you give them the opportunities and the economic opportunities to really flourish, they're not going to, you know, they're still up against a, a big hurdle. Absolutely. Look, I'm a believer in personal responsibility. I believe people have to make good decisions, but you also have to put things in front of them so they can make good decisions. And if we have so many young people who are very talented, have, have great potential, and I think our responsibility as a government is to make sure that there are um, that they can they can achieve that potential, but also to feel like they are part of, um, of of the society, part of the economy, that they're not being forgotten and left behind. And you know, when you look at the cost of living, and you look at you know how hard it is for you. I mean, I'm 32 years old. But just even from my own uh, you know peer group, I see how much anxiety there is about whether we're ever going to be able to own property or or what kind of savings we're ever going to be able to have. And that is a, is a real weight, I think, on the hearts and minds of young people. And I think the government needs to take that seriously. And that's what we're hoping to accomplish with this council is to say, okay, let's acknowledge that. Now, what does policy look like to help fix that? Well, listen, I hope uh, that the government continues to put people like you, I mean, you're only 32, you're an author, you're a lawyer, you're a community organizer. You're uh, obviously an exceptional person, but I, I hope the rest of the council for equality of opportunity that the premier is putting together involves uh, and includes people like yourself. Thank you so much for spending some time with us. Yeah, thanks for having me and appreciate the kind words. Take care. Cheers.